listening to a podcast from The National. This week, the UAE will host Chinese President Xi Jinping for the first time. The trip caps what has been centuries of relations between the Chinese and the Arabs, facilitated by the ancient Silk Road that connected West Asia to the East. Historically, the Arabs marveled at the industrious nature of the Chinese people. China, in return, welcomed Arab traders and built the first mosque in the 7th century as a token of respect to their fellow traders. The mutual respect has carried into modern times. Sheikh Zayed, the founding father of the UAE, visited China in 1990 on a tour that laid the groundwork for a bilateral partnership. Today, China is the UAE's top trade partner, and economic relations are stronger than ever. Now, they are looking to expand the diplomatic and cultural ties to further strengthen that relationship. This is Beyond the Headlines. I am Nasr al-Wesmi, and this week we'll take a look at the deepening ties between China, the UAE, and the rest of the GCC in anticipation of Xi Jinping's visit. We spoke to Ali al-Zahiri, the UAE ambassador to China. He's in the Emirates this week to help welcome the Chinese president and told us the deepening ties between the two countries will provide for unparalleled cultural, diplomatic, and trade growth. The UAE-China uh, China's relations are based on decades of cultural, uh, civilizational communication and trade exchange. It's gaining uh, a lot of a trust uh, on both sides at all levels. Uh, you name it, economic, uh, social, cultural, uh, and of course, uh, political level. We see our relationship with China as a strategic one, uh, certainly built on uh, the foundation of respect, transparency, trust, uh, equality, uh, in a world uh, undergoing a significant economic shift. The UAE and China share uh, a common goal in ensuring sustainable growth, stability, uh, and, and of course, uh, prosperity for uh, both uh, uh, country and uh, certainly people. What are the key areas of cooperation and are there plans to increase the role or expand into others, perhaps? That's a very good question. UAE and China enjoy very fruitful cooperation, not only in terms of oil trade, but uh, in various fields, uh, field, including investment, industry, renewable energy, uh, and of course, uh, small, medium uh, enterprises, uh, innovative industries, uh, health, education, uh, tourism, and infrastructure, uh, financial services, uh, standards and uh, measures, uh, space uh, and aviation, uh, and of course, uh, local cooperation. Uh, one of the major projects between the two countries is the establishment of the investment fund, which plays a, a vital role in promoting economic, uh, deepening the ties in investment cooperation and supports sustainable development in the field of uh, energy, industry, infrastructure, uh, green economy between the two countries. China offers opportunities to gain significant benefits by developing energy sources uh, in the UAE, 
So there's a t- tremendous opportunities that uh, could be possibly we can work with our fellow Chinese. I heard uh, after the talk you were speaking to some dignitaries and you're saying that uh, economics, trade, business, that's the way forward. What is the trade relationship between the UAE and China? Certainly, we are keen to enhance the two countries' economic cooperation and create an expanded avenue of investment in bilateral trade across key economic sectors, such as energy, shipping, logistics, infrastructure, technology, aerospace, banking, and financial services. So now we are talking about a trade between both countries more than 50 billion uh, and certainly we are very ambitious to take this uh, growth uh, even uh, many folds ahead uh, just to give you an idea in the early days in the early in the mid 80s we are talking about a trade around uh, 60 million now we are at 2017 we are talking about a trade relationship more than 50 billion so and that's a growth of 800 times only in the last five years it's doubled uh, two times so so the the future is bright i expect this will be in a short term uh, will be doubled and uh, and it's a very exciting period to see uh, such a, a very positive relationship between a uh, very strong economy here in the middle east with another strong uh, world economy in the, uh, coming from the other side of Asia, what we what, what people a lot of people call it, it's the big dragon. So, yeah, it's a very exciting period. If you don't mind, can I uh, ask a question about the doubling in trade in the last five years and in the next five years? I mean, why do you think? What what is the main reason behind that? What 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 would you say is the main uh, push for that? Okay, that's a good question. I would say the main push is the, uh, the sharing uh, mindsets, sharing the way both leadership l- looking at how they would like to take this uh, trade relationship to a different level and more of a strategic relationship uh, in another world. So um, uh, the principles and the and beliefs of both uh, leadership uh, and governments, uh, that's, that certainly will take uh, the relationship to another level. Uh, and I have no doubt with this. China looks to increase its particip- participation in the GCC. How do you think that will benefit the Gulf countries, uh, the UAE and the Gulf countries? We hold a very high expectations for upcoming state visit. And we believe that it will come to a successful conclusion to consolidate uh, traditional friendship, deepen strategic cooperation, promote economic mutual benefit, and cultural mutual learning between China and the Arab countries in general and between China and the UAE in particular. So to be more specific, I can see that UAE can be able, and which is uh, what we are witnessing even, it's not something new, that providing a kilodor of uh, of uh, an, uh, a model of relationship between China uh, and uh, the UAE for the rest of the Arab world. 
You mentioned uh, in your talk this deep cultural uh, exchange that's happening. Uh, there's a lot of language training that's happening in both countries. Emirati students graduating speaking la- uh, speaking Chinese and Chinese students speaking Arabic fluently. Cultural exchange seems to be a big topic. Why is that so important? Certainly, that's uh, very important. But let me just share with you. There is so much to learn about China, which has one of the longest historical timeline in the world. So as the UAE, therefore, exchanging culture between the two countries gives people different opportunities to have access to get to know each other's uh, countries and in an easier way. Uh, Let me make it uh, simpler. Uh, We have success stories uh, in terms of uh, government to government. We have success stories in terms of business to business And, and certainly uh there's a lot of opportunities uh, to bring uh, peoples close to each other sharing culture sharing uh, uh, education uh, and that's certainly will add great value to uh, to the our uh, long term strategic relationship it has to be something in it for the people themselves and uh, and this is how the chinese look at the uae as a as a very modern place, which is an exciting place to visit, exciting place to share their values. And and, and at the same time, uh, the openness uh, of uh, accepting other cultures, the openness and tolerance of of a lot of Chinese like to feel uh, home and to be productive and and to to feel uh, as part of the family over here. That's, that's, this is a great from, the, this, uh, from this kind of principles. President Xi Jinping visiting the UAE, uh, that is a s- signal of the deep ties between the two countries. But I mean, what does that indicate? What does that tell you and the relationship between the two countries that he draws such importance to come here for uh, this historic visit? Indeed, it is historic visit. Uh, uh, the last visit of this uh, l- level uh, almost 30 years ago. Uh, President uh, Xi or the Chinese government choosing that uh, uh, UAE the first destination after he being re-elected, uh, that's itself very positive and string- send strong message in terms of uh, bilateral uh, relationship and close relationship with the UAE's leadership, um, it it is it is uh, very exceptional uh, when the president uh, at a level of uh, uh, second strongest economy in the world, the biggest contributing in the world economy more than thirty percent, uh, a country which is uh, politically on the Security Council. Uh, heavyweight with all means uh, comes to this uh, part of the world uh, certainly it is very positive and will bring uh, a lot of uh, attention and uh, not only uh, attention for a media side but also attention in terms of, of a strategic relationship will be developed out of this
Hanil Dajani, a reporter on the news desk, just returned from a trip to China, where she caught a glimpse of the practical groundwork laid to increase the relationship between the two countries. During your trip, you visited the Sheikh Zayed uh, Center for Language Studies and Islamic Teachings. Can you tell me uh, what was that like? Well, first of all, it was interesting to see how keen the Chinese are on learning Arabic and how they consider that one of the major steps to build bridges between the Arab world and China. And um, it has already graduated around a thousand students who are also teaching Arabic in university. And many of them uh, became diplomats or started working in international companies. So they said 98% of their graduates were able to land good jobs, which is good for their career. Uh, the center was established in 1994, and uh, since that time, it's been up and running and a hub for med- for academic research, uh, for translating books. They even issued a curriculum for other Chinese universities that uh, teach Arabic. The Islamic uh, studies part of it, we know that you know the cultural exchange between uh, the Arabs and the Chinese has gone goes back all the way back to the seventh century. Uh, They built the first mosque there. I mean, did you interact with the Muslim population in China at all? Or, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, we didn't interact with the Muslim population, but many of the students grew up in Muslim regions. And what they said is that in their regions, um, Muslims and non-Muslims always lived, you know, in peace. And uh, they were influenced by the Muslim culture to learn Arabic. And that was the first thing that intrigued them to specialize in the language. Uh, but the but the other interesting thing was that they, the Islamic studies in the at the center not only focuses on religion on Islam as a religion, uh, it's all about Islamic philosophy, medis- medical background, all of the innovations that happened during the Islamic and Arab civilization. So for them, it was an eye opener, and now many of them consider it their mission to spread this awareness to their friends or to their students that Islam is not just a religion that says don't eat this and don't eat that. It's much bigger and much deeper than that. This is one of the remnants of uh, Sheikh Zayed's legacy, his trip in 1990, a 17-day tour uh, of China. How important was that trip in establishing ties between the two countries? Well, first of all, uh, he was the first Gulf president to to visit China. Uh, therefore, th- this alone was significant that he made the the presence, and he built he gave a grant to build the center, for example, when he went there. So this is one of the tangible results of his visit. He also went to the Great Wall of China. The pictures are there. Uh, we followed his footsteps. Uh, so, you know, everybody who goes there from the UAE or at least the Gulf, they could trace back and say Sheikh Zayed stood here. Um, and he also, uh, this also kicked off the uh, diplomatic and economic exchange. Uh, I mean, the, the UAE and China, they've had 50 billion uh, in trade. And uh, now the UAE hopes to double that figure in the next 10 years. The economic and diplomatic trade or exchanges there. Uh, but there's also a cultural uh, exchange going on. And China is developing their TV and movie industry in a uh, uh, very impressive fashion. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, well, they have a huge uh, network that is state-owned, uh, CGTN, formerly known as CCTV. And one of the 20 channels there is Arabic. So 
I we well, I used to come across this channel personally by coincidence, and I would see Chinese people speaking Arabic. I didn't know what the story was, but now I know. So this um, channel opened in 2009, and their goal was mainly they said that there were many misreports uh, in the West or across the world about the region, and they wanted to deliver their perspective, China's perspective of the issues that are going on in the Middle East and around the world. Um, and well, they've been doing a good job because they have eight correspondents in the Middle East. Their main office is in Dubai. Um, their correspondent was able to go to Syria, Libya, all over the region from Dubai. So uh, in that sense, they've been uh, in contact a lot with the Arab world. Other than that, uh, most of the most of the people who work at the at the station had Arabic background. So basically, many graduates of Arabic language of the Arabic language school in, at the university apply there. So this also gives them job opportunities and uh, a wider exposure to the region. Why is cultural exchange so important when trying to deepen relations between two countries? Because they will understand each other better. I mean, many of them will tell you, we used to think this, we used to think that, but now we know, um, now we're more aware, this is much bigger. So, so yeah, because, I mean, even if you're going to do a business transaction and you have this stereotype of the other side, uh, breaking that stereotype would help, I suppose, in breaking the deal. It's not a one-sided exchange. Uh, there's also efforts being made here in the UAE to improve, uh, improve those cultural uh, uh, relations. I believe you interviewed uh, students as part of one of uh, 11 schools in the country that are teaching Chinese as part of their national curriculum. Yes. Uh, in fact, there were 20 te- teachers that came from China, especially to teach uh, Chinese at uh, schools here. And that number is expected to double up. So the government is actually keen as well on teaching the language. And uh, I interviewed a number of the year eight uh, pupils in Brighton College. And uh, they, they, they had uh, they had different uh, reasons. Some of them thought they needed to learn Chinese because it's the new world language. Uh, some had Chinese roots, but they never got to practice the language. So you see it growing, and they all love to learn it because they say learning it is fun. It's more visual uh, because it's characters. Uh, the teachers try to make it as fun as possible because it is a difficult language. I mean, you're uh, a global traveler. You've been all across the world. Uh, as th- This trip as strictly just a vacation or whatnot. I mean, how did you find it? People often uh, maybe speak about how it's a bit difficult to go to China because of the language barrier. Uh, Would you agree with that? Yes, definitely. Uh, Because uh, it's completely different. For them, English is something that they're not used to here. So even if you ask for the toilet or the bathroom, they wouldn't understand. So it's not like other languages where there are basic words that they, people can understand, where you can at least use some sign language. If someone doesn't speak English, there's no way to communicate with them. But the younger generation, it seems that they're uh, learning more English from what I understand. Yes. Uh, at schools, they teach them English and uh the younger generation, from what I've heard, they're they're mostly fluent. The students that we interviewed, they were they spoke English as well. So yeah, so we have high hopes that uh, language won't be a barrier if anyone is planning to visit China. Well, with all the uh, studying that's happening on both sides, it seems that that will be the case. Or at least they'll be Arab, uh, speaking Arabic fluently, so Arab speakers would have an advantage. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.
Thanks to Ali Zahri, the UAE ambassador to China, for his time. And thanks to Hanin Dajani, who, along with the rest of the Nationals News Desk, will have full coverage of President Xi Jinping's visit this week. Follow along at thenational.ae. Beyond the Headlines is on your favorite podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Subscribe to receive new episodes every week. Thanks to Kevin Jeffers for producing. I've been your host, Nasr al Thank you for listening, and goodbye.